At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. This is Live Bet Sunday on VSEN, the sports betting network. Welcome in, everybody. It's another edition of Live Bet Sunday. Downtown Las Vegas. It's Bar Canada at the Deep. I'm Ben Wilson. Bet me a Bebefe. Kelly Bidlin next to me on the desk. Brian Ortega, our producer. We are seven days away from the Super Bowl. Yes. As a result, it's sort of a fugue state right now in the greater Las Vegas area. But that doesn't mean we don't have NBA to bet on, PGA Tour, college hoops, a little bit of everything. Kelly's starting us off with some NBA because he's ready to fire right out of the gates here. Yeah, that's right. We got a couple of early tips here this afternoon. Nice. 3 10 Eastern, 12 10 Pacific time. We got Magic at the Pistons. Uh, right now, Magic are six and a half to seven point favorites, depending on where you bet at. 230 and a half to 231 looks like the total uh, in this game. You're co- uh, you got the Magic coming in five and five, their last 10. Just a little above average net rating, plus zero point four Detroit three and six their last nine minus two point five net rating uh, for this game. Kate Cunningham probable really only major injury to look out for this in this game if you are betting it here this afternoon. Would be actually a slight lean just based on this number to the Pistons side for me. I'm not really running to bet many Pistons games though right now. Like a lot of people are out are Femi Femi's that guy for you. He's, yep. he's the guy running to bet Pistons. <laughs> Pistons alt minus seven and a half. That's right. I do think there's a little bit of value on that side. They've had the magic on a little bit of a road trip. Uh, but they are getting better. Franz Wagner back in the lineup, doing better, better on the offensive side of the ball, better on the defensive side of the ball, looking much more like the Magic team we did see earlier in the season that did start off so well. So stay away from me, but would be a slight lean to the Detroit side. And then we do have 340 Eastern, 1240 Pacific time. Suns going into Washington to play the Wizards. Suns 11-point road favorites here, 11, 11 and a half. You're going to see out there 240 to 240 and a half, the total in this game. Uh, Suns coming off of that loss the other night to Atlanta. That's something big to look at uh, heading into this one. Kyle Kuzma out 
for the Washington Wizards. Uh, looks like Tyus Jones and Bilal Koulibaly will be going for the Wizards here this afternoon. A big number on the Sun side. Wouldn't be running to lay the points. Uh, this Suns team's though, starting to heat up, no pun intended. Mm. Uh, <laughs> the offense especially. I think this is the uh, Bucks of the West. The, the defense is going to be optional on night-to-night basis. You might not see them step up, and the offense really firing right now. 240 for a total. Feeling a little high with no Kyle Kuzma there on the Washington side. I think if you wanted to play this game, it would be isolating Suns team total and look over that, uh, especially with Bradley Beal coming back to Washington. I think if you want to look at any Bradley Beal props over to, uh, that could be a good look. We'd expect to, the Suns to get him involved early and get him a little bit more shots than he's getting on a game-to-game basis. 125 and a half, your Suns team total. That actually took some under money. The overall total, 242 and a half down to 240 and a half. Does this conversation make you want to cry, Femi, reassess your life choices, or are you just going to blindly sweat random offshore Pro Bowl? You know, I'm, I'm not crying. I'm not okay. crying by any stretch. I've, I've been dialed into the NBA. I've been watching a little bit. Of the NBA. I've been watching a lot more NBA than I have college basketball. I'll, t- I'll put it that way. So uh, we've been locked Me in. Me too, Femi. Got, got, got a bunch of <laughs> NBA awards and stuff, so I've kind of been able to kind of keep an eye on what's been going on throughout the association. So I, I, I'm kind of happy to kind of turn a, 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 new, uh, a new page in the sports betting mind to the hoop side of things after next week here. But obviously, I mean, Super Bowl week starts in about three hours, you know, it it'll, does. Be, it'll be exactly one week until kickoff. So we've been saying all week long how this is sort of the calm before the storm. Apparently the storm has arrived since it's raining in Las Vegas already. So uh, look out for that. If you're coming True. out here to Vegas this week, I believe uh, it's going to be raining until Thursday. So uh, plan accordingly. But, oh, no. but, but, you know, Super Bowl week's going to be a whole lot of fun. I've never been in a town where they've been hosting the Super Bowl. So I'm excited for that. The Radio Row festivities. Excited to see all the people who are in town, all the NFL people, since this is kind of like a convention outside of it being a game. But a lot of betting opportunities as well, which I'm sure will go throughout uh, the rest of the show. No doubt. We have four hours. We have plenty of time. Oh. We will dive into all the bets we've made so far the on the NFL. Is blank. Canvas <laughs> blank. All the prop angles. It is funny, though, Kelly, how you and Femi are kind of on one side of this. I'm on the other where it's like as soon as the NFL season ends, you have the hardcore, diehard NBA bettors who are like, okay, this is all that really matters. I go into the, all right, college hoops, this is all I care about. Yeah. And it's funny how it's the same sport, yet it's completely different. <laughs> NBA, yeah, NBA bettors cannot stand college basketball. <laughs> and, like, outside of me being a Bucks fan, like, I'll watch every game. I can't bet on the NBA to save my life. It is I the know. most maddening thing ever. Hilarious how there are both sports have elements that just want to drive you crazy. Yeah, there's, uh, look, I think there is a, there, there's a good crossover population, but yes, there are definitely the, I, I think the diehards on either side that, yeah, I don't really want to get involved too much. And, and, you know, personally, there's there's a lot of the college basketball arguments I completely understand. As an NBA better, it's called a free throw line for a reason, gentlemen. It's supposed to be free, and you can't trust anything <laughs> when the 19-year-olds get up to the stripe to try to make a free throw. And when you're betting money on that uh, on these uh, on these games, man, that can really kill you, especially like, the one-on-one. Uh, I love the one-on-one. You know, I had it's, I had laid it with Baylor last night, and they're up a kajillion and give up yeah. a 20 to nothing run to Iowa State, and the refs lost their mind. They were throwing tees around left and right and all of a sudden Baylor wins by two and I lose the bet so yeah you know I, you make good points yeah it's it's funny because NBA like, the way I just stay engaged with it is through betting the awards like because like, right. like, like you said Ben like the game to game I think it's damn near impossible I kudos to you for trying to crack the code here Kelly of this NBA betting cycle but yeah I just I'm, I have to think about things more long range of okay here's my long range opinion as it pertains to what's going to happen in this particular game your guess is as good as mine because we see these games sometimes it seems the team yeah. is interested sometimes they're not interested or 
Are they just interested for a quarter? It's hard to tell really just how those guys are feeling yeah. based on the, the travels and the road trips and all that stuff. Maybe they've been hanging out in place for a couple nights. You never know how that goes depending on whatever that venue is. So it, it's always a bit difficult for me. So might be a tease to come, Femi, on, uh, uh, on teams hanging out in a while for a place that might be problematic for a them to hang out. Flu, maybe. Exactly, a okay. particular <laughs> flu. It might be a theme ahead in NBA discussions. But uh, now, no, real quick, Femi, you bring up a good point, and I think we're a lot of us who bet NBA day-to-day have kind of had to reevaluate things this season, is that in-season tournament, it was awesome. I think the engagement that it brought to outside of normal, regular, everyday NBA fans, I think was great. I think for even us that follow it, you know, it really in-depth throughout from the start of the season to the end of the season, we thought the in-season tournament was awesome. What it did do is screw up something that you can benefit from big time in betting, and that was kind of betting rest rest differential situations, which you really mm. see spike in the middle of the season. You, in past, you would see it, uh, you know, really in the heavy in December and in January. And what happened with the in-season tournament broke up all the kind of normal days off that you would see in a week-to-week basis and kind of pushed – that that success and I think opportunities to bet on those spots later into January at least for me than I had really really gotten on those more in December in the past so it was an awesome January February's off to a little bumpy start the past few days we're going to see if we can keep it going there here this afternoon and we're only three Get days back in at it. we're That's only right. three days in guys we've got, we got a lot of we got a lot of time left uh, uh, on another note I am baffled by the amount of people who are at the Pro Bowl games in Orlando oh my <laughs> this, gosh yes. so it's like it's for those who don't know I'm sure people know by now since this not the first year they've done it, but it's the flag football game. I don't know if it's traditional scoring. It looks like Tyreek Hill caught a, a touchdown right there. Was, uh, he goes in untouched, gives up the peace sign. But I mean, look at the stands. I mean, that thing is like probably like what, like really 80% full, 85%. I mean, like a lot of people showed up, but maybe it's cheap. I don't know, but good for them. They put on a show out there in Orlando. All right, Pro Bowl. My fit, you know, I just miss when we had the refs and, you know, Ed Hockley would be like, yes, there are flags in the Pro Bowl. And that was always my favorite part of it. Now you don't really get that anymore. You just get all the guys, uh, all the guys mic'd up. The other big event we were hoping to be able to track for you today is now not happening because of the mm. bad weather, as as mentioned by Femi on the West Coast. It's the Pebble Beach Pro-Am. Kelly, part of our Long Shots trio on the network, Matt Brown and Wes Reynolds, along with Kelly uh, with their pods every week. And a uh, shame here, Kelly, that we will not get yeah. the first Sunday with golf in its own window here. And instead of watching it, it's a wash out there in Monterey. So moved to tomorrow to finish up the final round as Wyndham Clark has a narrow lead there at Pebble. Yeah, one stroke lead for Wyndham Clark. Like you said, you guys you guys kind of joked about a first Sunday, no NFL. A lot of people thrown off. I would say, yes, I would be thrown off, but usually, you know, golf immediately takes over, Ben. So, yes, I'm struggling even today. Like, wait, no. <laughs> no football, no golf. The past couple weeks, you had to see me sweat both. Uh, you, this you're seeing if you're watching uh, at home, v, uh, PGA Tour Communications. First uh, final round of the AT&T Pebble Beach Pro-Am delayed. Uh, you're going to see them tee it up tomorrow morning. Looks like 8 a.m. Pacific time. Uh, 11 a.m. Eastern tomorrow. You're going to see groups go off first and 10th tees. Ben, I know you're a golf fan, too. I think the one thing that's kind of interesting here is, okay, if you're maybe in the crowd of no-cut events, we don't really like them. It gets a little interesting now that you've had to have all these players hang out into Monday uh, you know, at Pebble yeah. when there is a massive, massive tournament yeah. coming up this, this next weekend with the Waste Management Phoenix Open uh, as well that I'm sure a lot of these guys would love to be heading out to Phoenix and getting ready for. So that's kind of the first thing that just kind of jumped to my mind when I knew that this was a possibility uh, over the weekend. Real quick, just general house 
rules for betting this uh, situation right now. There is, check with your book. We're always going to go that. If you have if you have bets pending in this, check with your book. There is a chance that this could end, this could be done, and we've seen the last of the golf played at Pebble Beach. Uh, for it to be an official event on the PGA Tour, you only got to play uh, 54 holes, so there is a possibility that if bad weather continues there into tomorrow, we've seen all the golf that will be played uh, for this event. You do have certain sports books um, that if you had a bet, if you had bet it's on Wyndham Clark from pre-tournament, rolled them in, or if you were live betting them throughout, most places those should cash out fine. If you were one of those people that was looking to add Wyndham Clark after yesterday's round completed, most of those sports books you are not going to get cash. You're not going to get paid out on. You bet it after the third round was already completed. You're not going to see another hole more uh, another hole played. If that's the case, you will likely not get paid. I know there was a lot of people text me yesterday like, well, should I be hammering Wyndham Clark right now? And I'm like, I'm, I mean, unless you know for sure the book's going to pay you out yeah. when the event gets canceled. No, you shouldn't be doing that. And they, if they ha- if they do, they've likely pulled o- odds off the board already. Great way to look at it yeah. and to, to help everybody understand what's going on here. Uh, it's, it's also just a shame that because it would have been bad weather anyway today, the opportunities out there, Kelly, for on these no-cut events, you have guys totally out of it. Right. Bad weather. You're talking about whether it's li- you know live scoring props or the, like, the round over-unders. If, say, you had guys like at 73 and a half just pounding guys over to have really bad scores. Unfortunately, we don't get that, and there's no odds up right now. Uh, you haven't seen any odds as of now anyway, right? I saw DK no. pulled them, nothing as of, as of now, so nothing actionable we can do there. Yeah. Just, if you watched yesterday, I mean, Wyndham Clark, my goodness, uh, gains nine strokes on the field, five and a half in putting alone, so good luck repeating that. If we go to tomorrow, that's all I'll say there on the Wyndham Clark hey, fronts. the word wind is in his name. It, it is, is in his name. name. Come on. He's that's a fair. major champion, that's too. That's fair, and he is a major champion. We will begin our deep dive into the Super Bowl when we come back, talk about all the guests we have as well coming up loaded show today here on live bet sunday at bed 365 we don't do ordinary we believe that every sport should be epic every home run every hit every inning every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar see for yourself when you sign up today and get 150 dollars in bonus bets when you bet just five dollars Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare the wait is almost over get ready for the 2024 nfl season as the full schedule is announced every rival every rematch Every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release, presented by Verizon, coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. This is Live Bet Sunday on vSEN, the sports betting network. 
It is Live Bet Sunday. We're underway. First to four hours in about an hour, 15 minutes. Patrick Everson, outstanding betting reporter in the industry, will join us to get the latest on the Super Bowl line movement, of which, gentlemen, there has been a good amount of. Mm. Because after we came off the air last Sunday night, we got our official Super Bowl opener. And in a couple books, we're right back to where we started. This thing opened Niners minus two and a half. Immediate wave of money all the way down to Niners minus one. And since then, a little bit of buyback. Current number, seven days out from Super Sunday. It's San Francisco minus two and one notable book here in Las Vegas. The Westgate has gone back up to that opener of two and a half. How surprised were you, Femi, to see this get all the way back to where we started after that huge influx of chief money to start off? Not necessarily surprised because I think if you're one person that like likes to make their own numbers and likes to look things from like more of a holistic like season-long standpoint, this is kind of what you get to. Niners as a short favorite, not quite three, but anything under three, it's pretty much all a wash. So, our, it's, yeah, Niners under a field goal is the right number on a neutral field. Now, I might have played the game differently just because I have like my own opinion and my own hunch, but from a market standpoint, this to me makes sense like if, if this was like pick them it's like okay now you're paying like a pretty big tax on kansas city in my opinion but at this current number which we kind of opened with that to me just feels right because at this point of the season we've seen so many data points 19 to be exact from both of these teams to where i don't think anything is going to become away surprising anybody like it's not like oh i read kansas city wrong at this point like i think we all kind of sure. we, we all get it at this point and this is kind of what the market's supposed to be i'd be curious to see if maybe big bets alter this thing later on this week now that we're officially in Super Bowl week, but no surprise that we're at Niners uh, favored by under a field goal. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to guess we don't we don't see much more movement. We haven't really seen a ton. You're right, Ben. We saw that little you know little bit of influx early in the week uh, on the Niners side after a couple groups released that. I know. Um, we saw that. We kind of bounced back to these basically original numbers. I mean, 247.5, 2.5, 47.5, whatever you want to call it. And it kind of cracks me up the total. The total we've seen move even less on the side somehow, yeah. uh, which is just, just kind of a little comical. I I think we're going to hang right around here because, you know, Femi, going off of what you just brought up, I think the only late, like the late money that we could see from either large, large, large bets or respected signs, I would think would be Niners holdouts at this point. Mm. But then how many, how much of a wash of public game day money on a, on a Patrick Mahomes as a dog do you get? I think it probably washes it washes yeah. it all out, um, and we kind of end up at numbers that we're kind of we're, we're staring at right now. I do think that there are there are some betters out there. Um, you know, we saw Right Angle was one of those groups earlier in the week that released the Niners. I think there are some sharp groups out there that they you know we've heard everybody talk about it all week. If this line was set five weeks ago, this would be on the other side of three, and I would totally agree with that. Mm-hmm. Um, it just, you know, there's been difference in play in that time that I think that this number is more down to a more appropriate level in my mind, frankly. Uh, but I understand why there are some betters that think like that. And then the other thing that we often see here in Vegas that, you know, you might not see notice as much rest of country in some of the East Coast books, but, you know, Ben, we've seen plenty of Super Bowls where, yes, there are get to a Super Bowl, and if the Niners are involved or, or late in the playoffs or, or uh, the Niners are involved, yes, we get some Northern California money that gets flooded into the Nevada markets. And, you know, there, there, there's this there's this valley up there called Silicon Valley, they call it. Mm. I've heard some people got a really? little bit of cash. Just a little yeah, bit. I've heard, yeah, I've heard they got some disposable income up there. Tell me more about this <laughs> Silicon Valley place. What do people go there for? Oh, I'm, I'm, quite, I'm quite intrigued now. I might be able to look it up on your phone, maybe a couple apps might help you out. Oh. <laughs> Interesting. Does anything have anything to do with that HBO show? 
show from a few years ago? Because that yeah. was great. Yeah. I don't know if there was a if there All was a TJ there. Miller money coming yep. in. That's uh, right. Yeah. Yes. Ah, okay. Speaking I'm of glad. Uh, Hello, our producer Brian Ortega. Oh, How you doing? And TV shows on HBO. Speaking yeah. of those, I, we just said the word HBO, and yeah. Brian's no, like, well, speaking of Silicon Valley, there was interest. a bikini contest yesterday at Circa mm. over at the, the pool area. So just saying. Oh, I see what you did there. We're off and running now. <laughs> Brian Ortega. 20, the, 20 minutes uh, in, off the top from rope. The, from the top light. Or, it, Ortega uh, had that one loaded up in the barrel for, uh, for today's time at some point. He said, if somebody brings up Silicon Valley. <laughs> so it brings up anything remotely, I can work that in, yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Now we still have three hours and uh, 41 minutes. This Pro Bowl has some talent in it. Speaking of talent. Oh. <laughs> Some of the game's best at Circa. <laughs> if only our colleague Jared Smith was on the desk. Apparently, he was a celebrity uh, judge yesterday. Was he? Yeah. Oh, man. Can, can we book him just to get his uh, his recap of that? Yeah. Or? <laughs> judge or contestant? Come on. <laughs> Jared Smith, come on. Come on. Come <laughs> <laughs> on. Here we go. So anyway, back to the Super Bowl. Please, um, please don't email us. <laughs> Baby, I'm at least, I'm glad you brought up the whole, the whole market perspective here in the season-long numbers, and there's this, you'll hear this swell of people coming up next now seven days going all right you bet you bet the numbers you don't bet the team and if you look at the numbers all season the market ratings heading into the playoffs if the chiefs were who have played the 49ers let's say wild card weekend on a neutral it would have been niners minus six maybe even higher so you have to ask yourself as a better coming in right now at the number predominantly two over the three-week sample size for kc and in the niners case two weeks is there enough to really warrant a four-plus point line move from where the market ratings were at all season? I looked at the numbers, just the playoff games for both teams compared to their season-long numbers. KC is about the same. The big difference is San Francisco defensively. They've dropped off a cliff, 30th in yards per play on defense. If you extrapolated their two postseason games to full-season numbers, 32nd in points per drive allowed. Can a defensive coordinator now in Steve Wilkes make the necessary adjustments to at least slow Kansas City down enough or that his dynamic offense can get its stranglehold on the game and take control, get into that nice time score situation and playing from a front that the Diners have done basically all season. It, it, it's interesting because like you look at the units of this game, I would say the best unit in the game is the Niners offense. The worst unit is the Niners defense. So like, yeah. how does that kind of fit into this here to where the more complete team happens to be Kansas City? But like, like you said, though, from a market adjustment standpoint, like this, this has definitely heavily influenced by the recent performance of the 49ers. And it goes back further than the playoffs. Mm. To be frank, like they haven't put together a real complete win since maybe that Eagles game when they blew out Philadelphia and Philly. Like, since then, it's been kind of like, yeah, we put up a lot of points, but we're giving up points. Like, the Cardinals game comes to mind down there in Arizona, where I think it was like 45-29 was the result of that game. Then they lose Christmas night, get blown off the field at home in primetime against the Ravens. Commanders game, I guess you can make an argument that was a complete performance, but the Commanders at that point, I mean, that was Merry Christmas, 1-2-3 Cancun. I mean, they had checked out at that point. Then, obviously, the Niners rested everybody week 18 against the Rams. To where I don't think we've really seen the best of the 49ers since maybe week 13. Now, as somebody who likes the other side, Kansas City, that concerns me just a little bit. Just the fact that maybe they're kind of sitting on that big performance that they've just been kind of saving up for the Super Bowl. Or maybe this is just the continued, uh, I guess, downslide that they've been going on since early December. So I don't really know how to factor in the adjustment that's been made just because if you just kind of plop somebody in from outer space and said, hey, watch the NFL playoffs. 
I think they'd probably go up to you and say, hey, wrong team's favored. Yeah. It should be Kansas City. But you don't want to make too big of an adjustment because of the respect of the season-long numbers for the 49ers. It's so funny you say that, family, because of the number of people who are just your casual sports fans who know that, you know, like we work in betting and they go, oh, what's the line? I'm like, oh, yeah, Niners by two. And they're like, wait, really? Yeah. It's not, how how are the Chiefs underdogs? And that is a very telling sign based on recent performance. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it is. It is interesting just going back and checking out what these teams have done during the regular season, Femi. I, I, I don't really know. I think one of the things I, I, I keep, I feel like I keep hearing at least is, well, all right, like what were San Francisco's best wins? And so I'm like, well, all right, Kansas City doesn't have that many amazing no. ones either. Like, I don't know. Like, best I mean, one was last Sunday. There's, right, exactly. <laughs> like there's some, there's a lot of these going around, and, and, and I don't know if I fully agree with some of that stuff. There's the, I think the one, and Will Hill is the first person I heard bring this up I, I, i'm sure others have said it too but we, we kind of knew this going into the season as well is it really just the afc was that much better all year round than the nfc was i do think there's a little bit to that i do think that but you know again just combing through the schedules and stuff it's there was the clear dip point for for the niners now yep. coming out of it as you're talking about coming out of it have we really learned exactly who they are i'm not sure that we have kansas city though at least i know because i'm on that side too <laughs> at least i know at least i know what I've seen the past few weeks, right? And what I've seen the past few weeks is a team that seemingly needed all season to come into its own, realize that they were going to benefit from a, from a quality, quality defense benefit from running the ball a little bit more than what you've seen in the Patrick Mahomes era. And, you know, uh, Patrick Mahomes, I think we've heard him talk about this, but accepting what his role needs to be within this team, which is not to go out there uh, in every game, throw the ball 40 times and have Mm -hmm. to put up 300 yards passing to win this, uh, to win a game. He doesn't have to do that. So I think, you know, understanding what his role is, we've just seen this team evolve. Meanwhile, this Niners team, which I agree with you, is so chock full of talent, it just feels a little up and down, and you don't really know what to expect from them. And really, the past couple of weeks, that's what we've seen from them. Now we sit at a line of two, and the, the prop market is the one that's really started to fluctuate here. We will get into yep. all of our, our prop bets coming up in a little bit. You guys both, though, have you made bets early on the side. Yep. Yes, sir. Sunday night. Wow. Yeah, Sunday night. Sunday night. Fire it off. I texted you guys. I said, hey, it looks like everyone's kind of thinking this whole thing with Mahomes is a dog. Just go ahead and can't pass it up. But the market just sits kind of bounced back from there. So, hey, numbers are available. They're out there. They are out there. Yep. Kelly even went out with the with the early teaser here. Yeah, same game, game same teaser. Game teaser. Love, so love, absolutely, you guys are fire. Like I, I definitely lean San Francisco, but it's that classic thing of every time I go to put the bet in, I'm like, wait, am I really doing this? Am I really betting against Mahomes and Reed in the big game? <laughs> so I, I have stood, stood pat for now. We'll talk about early options to bet the Super Bowl next. This is live bet Sunday on VSN, the sports betting network. Looking for a super offer for Super Bowl 58? DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code VSIN. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 58s with code VSIN. The crown is yours. When it comes to the early game bets, gentlemen, you know, first quarter, first half, all those sort of exotics, we don't tend to bend a ton of those, but now it's the Super Bowl. So it's definitely something we want to dive into a little bit deeper here right now on the show. With a lot of really intriguing ways to bet this thing, especially in the first quarter, first half specifically. Uh, you guys start off here and you, you took the Chiefs, each of you, Sunday. Mm-hmm. Kelly, you could also explain your, your teaser as well since you went uh, same game teaser here. Yeah. And then we'll dive into 
some of the interesting markets here because there are ways to profit and some really uh, really interesting numbers I think for just early game script type of bets yeah this is uh, look I did play the Chiefs plus two and a half when those were up just thought it would move more towards that Niner side Femi I'm kind of assuming you thought the same thing yep. um, you know we really haven't seen a ton of movement so not like we were ultra geniuses <laughs> with that or anything but, of the numbers. right exactly yeah yeah um, I did think though if there was anything and I don't do this often it's not something you should be regularly doing teasing NFL totals if you if you plan on winning money uh, over a long period of time but I did think there was uh, an opportunity in this game right where, where I did like the under regardless so being able to tease up the side and by the time I got to it it already drifted down to two so at a favorable teaser shop here uh, in Vegas teased up to eight uh, with the chief side and then a uh, total up and went under the 54 so that's where I'm sitting at with game bets we're gonna get into all the props this is I, I look that's something that you, you shouldn't often do I did yes it's for the Super Bowl it's not something you should very often do the teasing teasing totals in the NFL and if it was a regular uh, week during the NFL season would I've done it maybe not you know there are special uh, special exceptions I think for the Super Bowl as we'll as we'll get to when we talk uh, prop bets here but the one thing I kind of tell people with you know amount of money that you're pouring into the sides totals props even uh, you know just make sure you're staying within your means and not going crazy you don't want to especially even, even if you're a casual better but you're trying to get a little bit more serious at it maybe you've had a good NFL season you don't want to give it away all in one game and, and you know just going back to that side real quick guys it's not these are these are not even remotely close to, to the you know most amount of money I've had on one side you know in, in in a game during the NFL regular season so that's how I'm approaching those of course over two weeks of talking about props those start to add up and the amount of prop money that I'll probably have uh, in, invested in this specific game will probably be more than what I usually do on a regular Sunday but I think just always keeping that in mind you don't want to you don't want one game to ruin all the success maybe you've built up through the playoffs or even throughout the entirety of the season yeah that- I think that's fantastic advice. Just like set aside it, like just like how you have for your own bankroll, set aside a Super Bowl bankroll. That's just right. say, hey, I'm only going to yeah. spend X amount of dollars and then divvy up your props, your 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 side bets, your totals bets that way or whatever you want to get into. Just because, like Kelly said, you don't want to just go ahead and blow the entire thing mm-hmm. off of just one afternoon. And also be careful with your props. Like don't, I know that you want your props to kind of tell a story and to be somewhat correlated with what you think is going to happen in the game, but don't have it to where it's like, oh, your props can only cash in one game state. Like it has to be Niners get out to a big lead and all my props are bet that way or it has to be Chiefs get out to a big lead and all my props are bet that way because if it doesn't happen you're at risk of losing everything sure which and is it which uh, is it. and, and like, if it does happen hey congratulations you cracked the code pop some champagne and enjoy the evening but like you don't want to be so tied into just one specific game script you want to be able to have some neutral game script props and whichever ones you think those are I'd kind of focus on those and attack it that Reminds way. Me of a, uh, an Australian Open one year when Leighton Hewitt was getting upset at the umpire for you know interjecting like every, you know so often he's like don't be a hero, mate. That's my best <laughs> advice. Don't try to be a hero. Just, just grind out some problems. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Do not expect that. Silicon so Valley, Leighton Hewitt. Hey, yeah. we're only 30 minutes in, but I th- like, don't be a hero. I think is really good advice, though. But for me, uh, like we mentioned, I'm on the side of the Kansas City Chiefs, and like we talked about it last Sunday when we were doing the show here, and we said, hey, Kansas City's going to the game, and I told you guys, I didn't care if it was the Niners or the Lions. I'm betting Kansas City because I'm not going to let this opportunity pass up of getting Patrick Mahomes 
as a dog in the Super Bowl. I mean, he was a dog last year, and I bet the Philadelphia Eagles. We saw how that worked. Now, maybe the Eagles win that game if Hurts doesn't fumble the football. But we, it's, it's like, you know, all this coulda, woulda, shoulda. At the end of the day, Mahomes wins. So uh, I wanted to be on the side, in which I think is going to be a closely contested game. Like Kelly mentioned, like, yeah. I don't have a disagreement with the market. Like, this is kind of what yeah. it is. It's one of those where you just have some kind of an opinion either way is what you're betting. Like, I don't think you're getting a whole lot of value by making a bet, but it's a, the Super Bowl, last game of the season. I want to have a bet on it, so but, I bet Kansas City. What's really funny about this is, like, at least from how I you know, view the game, like, I like San Francisco to win the game, yet the, the specificities, like the trends on the KC side, the way they can attack the Niners defense, I'm going to be so much more heavily loaded up on Chiefs props, yet still liking the Niners side and uh, likely you know, ultimately getting there to a, you know, some sort of game bet on San Francisco. You know, the first one I look at, and this is a great way, as you talk about, Femi, sort of diversifying your portfolio here of looking at the Chiefs, the, the early game markets on the Chiefs, where yeah. it's been the best opening drive, scripted drive team, arguably in NFL postseason history, at least modern postseason history over the last 20 years. And the prop right now, like Chiefs plus 102, to score on their opening drive, I couldn't believe that that was that was yeah. plus money. That right now is as far as just single game props that don't involve individual players. That's my favorite bet out there right now. And take it a step further. You talk about diversifying. There's the no score for six and a half minutes prop, which is minus one fifteen. That's usually more like minus one fifty or one sixty. But mm-hmm. because the Chiefs have been such a unit on opening drives, I could see a world in which the Chiefs grind out like a seven minute drive. You know, let's say they force a punt from San Francisco, take the ball, and, and you see both of those cash. I think that's yeah. totally yeah. real. So that's I'm looking to bet both of those. And look, worst case scenario, you're, it's, it's very uh, the, the odds of you uh, losing both are uh, extremely minuscule. There's a pretty good uh, overlapping margin and a good window that you have to potentially win both. So I don't know how you guys view that from the game state, but that was the first thing that stuck out to me. Yeah, bet. So wait, review that one more time. One bet that you made, it was Chiefs to score so, on their opening yeah, drive? Yeah, so Chiefs okay. plus 102 to score on their opening drive. And I haven't added this bet yet, So, so you but, would probably like the team to score first that we're, you know, we're just checking out on the screen at minus 105, but a little bit, you're getting a little bit better bang for your buck on a more specific sure. market. Yeah, okay. yeah, just, exactly. You're betting Chiefs opening script. Yeah. Like, you, yeah. you believe that they're going to score in the opening script. And, and like you said, like, maybe the Niners go three and out or, or they get a first down, they punt the ball, and that, that's what you're cooking with gas right there to where it's like, okay, if the Chiefs get the long drive, then you can catch that one to say no score in the first six and a half minutes of the game and then also Chiefs yeah. to do it on the first. Because it's, it's efficiency is what they do on these opening scripts. They're not hitting big plays. This isn't the one-strike offense of what we see in where it's, oh, Mahomes and Tyreek Hill over the top. Those days are gone. This has been more so Pacheco six yards here, Kelsey eight Eight yards here, Rasheed Rice. So, like, you know, it's a bit more kind of methodical down the way to where it's expected to be kind of like a five, six minute drive. And I like that. You could be able to put cash both of those very easily. I also just think back, you know, Kelly, Midland, Midland. Like, if there was a way to middle <laughs> a bet in the first yeah. seven minutes, you know, like like Chiefs, you know, Chiefs uh, eight minute touchdown drive after a three and out, something like that, and you're going, Whoa. boom, you're eight minutes in and you've won two bets. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like from from where, where I'm catching, for, uh, what you're uh, putting down right now is the. Uh, you like San Francisco, but if you're betting those, I mean, th- this just sounds like it's a San Francisco live bet for you then. You know, I hope, right, hopefully just you get up, home with that Kansas City yeah, cash. And setting then you're up, com- plus, yeah, setting yeah, up plus money on the Niners. Exactly. Yeah. Then you're coming in live with plus money on the Niners. I think that's a great way to look at it real quick. Most bet uh, first TD scores so far. Travis Kelsey, 7-1. McCaffrey, plus 340. <laughs> Pacheco, plus 600. Patrick Mahomes, 25-1. And Rasheed Rice at plus 850. You know, on that money line price, because I think that we talk about this quite a bit every time for the Super Bowl. But, like, the favorite money line is always pretty reduced there because, like, we're yeah. already seeing there's pl- spots that have minus 125. I wouldn't be shocked if there's a minus 120 on the Niners' money line at some point later on this week just because 
people either lay the points with a favorite or they bet the dog outright to just go ahead and win. So those money line prices for KC might not be as much value as maybe taking the plus two or plus two and a half or whatever it is. So are you going to any interest? Is there a, a number like if it ever got to like minus one eighteen or something like that? Would you just bet the Niners pre-flop? Yeah, and that, that's where I'm going back and forth here because I there's a part of me that says yes, I think that that's too good of value to pass up. Where you're yeah. ba- at that point, you're essentially getting down to equivalent of a pick them to minus one again. Yeah. Now based on money line correlated to spread, that is where I would be interested enough to buy. Fair enough. Any interest on the first quarter under? I know that's been a popular one, especially in a lot of Patriots Super Bowls. That thing always cash the first quarter under. Now, that's another angle where you could – that's like another one of those middle angles, right, where yeah. you could go Chiefs to score on their opening drive and then go under. It's like nine and a half right now, nine and first and quarter. Yeah. I mean, yeah. unless San Francisco comes out and just goes touchdown, touchdown. But, I, you know, I highly doubt that happens. Your first quarter ATS numbers on the season, Chiefs 10-6-3 and, and three to the under, to the under. Okay. Niners 10-8 to the over. Okay. We'll file, we'll file that away for later. Yeah, that's what, you know. That's why I, I like early, uh, you know, at least early. On. Was there anything else that jumped out to you guys as far as these, you know, early game script type of props? Because you know, outside of that, like I'm not going to be sticking a lot of money into first touchdown. That's yeah. just not me. That's not what I yeah. do in general. Uh, so it'll be a very sexy bet to make, but that will not be me on uh, Super Sunday. Yeah, I think I'm going to be more of an anytime touchdown kind of person. Yeah. For this. The first CD, it's it's you're, you're you're picking names out of hats essentially with the first CD score. Like, maybe put like a couple bucks on it, but it's nothing that I'm going to invest too heavily in. So I'm not going to spend much time thinking about it yeah what's uh well what's christian mccaffrey's number like even money if i like uh, for first touchdown like not too far off Uh, (laughs) i mean it's either that i i might mccaffrey's like plus uh plus plus 340 i think we we, we might uh yeah we'll probably hit on a little bit later i'm on some pacheco props so i might end up putting a first touchdown uh first touchdown bet in on him uh as well but nothing i've done yet and and, you know first quarter first half stuff not something i usually do a ton of a ton of anyway so you know no time Uh to change now We'll just go into the props starting next because we have quarterbacks and a whole lot of props to talk about. QB props in the Super Bowl. It's up next year on Live Bet Sunday. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more.
VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Put the VSIN experts to work for you and start betting smarter with a VSIN Pro subscription. Sign up on a VSIN Pro annual subscription and get your first year for only $199. Just use promo code LIVE. Get access to everything on our brand new VSIN.com website, plus our daily best bets with the leaderboard to see which VSIN expert has the hot hand. Betting splits to show you where the money and bets are moving for every game. Betting systems, premium analysis, and 24-7 video access. Plus our upcoming Super Bowl betting guide with best bets and favorite prop bets. Remember to use promo code LIVE and get your first year of VEASAN Pro access for only $199. Sign up today at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. We are back. It is Live Bet Sunday. Truly the calm before the storm. We are officially a week out. About this time uh, next week, we'll be, yeah. we'll be loading up. Brent Musburger's countdown to kickoff. Special editions of Follow the Money. A numbers game. Kelly, you'll be on the air uh, right as we go into kickoff. So That's right. Get fired up. Hey, you guys take the day off, though. Okay? Hey, yeah, don't mind if I do. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll be, take you up on that, buddy. <laughs> we'll, I mean, we'll be down here. I, I mean, at least, I don't know. I, don't know. I will not be. No, I you will not be. I love doing our annual uh, numbers game before the Super Bowl, but I think this is the first time we're right up against the game so it's like the it's the call of like okay where am i watching I say, I am like, i trying to do the mad dash home like those are the really important yeah. decisions have to you make figured that week. out yet no not at all <laughs> there's a lot going on this week that decision is right at the top of the list yeah, yeah. right at the top of the priority list. okay What's I, the, I, I, do we, th- do we think there'll the be trying to will there be a lot of traffic trying to get out of here I guess. I mean, I'm sure the parking garage will be pretty See, these, these are even more factors I hadn't even thought yeah. of. I mean, are you, are you, you going to be here or at Circa? We'll be at Circa. Oh, okay, so it'll be a little bit different. So you yeah. Can, okay. I mean, now, you now know, Kelly's head's just spinning over here. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Ben can see it in my eyes. I, you know, you make me think about more factors going on. <laughs> hey, I, you know, I'm hey. sure Derek will have a good time going over at Circa, though. I, I'm, I'm going to guess that will be the case. I'm just saying, fail to fail the plan is planning to fail. So just <laughs> you know, just just make sure you got seven days, buddy. Thanks, Dad. Yeah. We got we got we got a week to figure this That'd out. Be playing chaperone over here, making sure making sure Kelly's. I just uh, want to make sure his itinerary is locked in. Get you know? off my back, Dad. I'm gonna get it figured out. Kelly's a pro. He's done this before. He, yeah. He's he's watched games in yes in big places. Yeah, the Super Bowl's important. Like I don't know how you guys feel about this, and now I'm extending this conversation. Sorry, but Please. like I'm one of those guys that like it's the biggest football game of the year. I want to be on my couch. I don't want anybody talking to me. I want volume blasting. I want to be fully immersed into it. I'm just not the guy who's like, some of the, every, thank you. Anybody that invites me to a Super Bowl party, I'm not going. No, I'm not going. I love you. I'll come to any other party you want to have any other time of year. I will drink your liquor, but not this weekend. No, I am staying at home on my couch. This is where it's, that's why it's really in my head. Because yeah. gotcha. I'm oh, one of those sense. guys. Yeah. You stay in the circus studio then. You got your own private viewing party then just turn but, on the volume there we go yeah you could but this IHOP commercial is going to drive me insane absolutely insane. Rudy Tootie Rudy fresh, and fresh and fruity yeah oh my gosh so for Femi uh, do they have volume in the control room uh, yes we do okay um, there's volume um, I was wondering have it down when you guys are on doing your shows because you guys are the focus that's fair um, except it's one Monday night football God, I went home. Home. <laughs> um, except what on a, Mondays what a high bar standard bar, bar of standards we have we have the volume we lowered actually, while you're on the air. We actually kind of listen to what's going on. No, but yeah, so we do. Um, but Kelly, you know, you're not the only person who does. I'm the same way as you. 
my dad is always asking me like on Monday night when like the Packers are playing yeah. Sunday night, where are you gonna watch the game at? Where are you gonna watch? I'm like so at my home. house. Yeah, with it's a big on. game. Like, yeah. Yeah, because I think we're around people all the time. But yeah, I think yeah. you're not as rare as you think you are, Kelly. No, no, I know. I know there's <laughs> others out there like me. I know there's others out there. Like like how, are gonna hear, how are we gonna hear the Jim and Tony banter if we're at a big party? <laughs> that, you know? that, that is, yeah, exactly. I want to be able to hear it. I want to hear Gene talk about the index card. Oh, I don't know. I was at the roulette table. I was going to do my own impression, but Femi does the best one I've Femi ever. Femi does. There's so. no point in even trying for the rest of We start our deep dive we love into you, the props. We do – hey, former quarterback. Yep. We talk quarterback props right now. I, my big question as far as the quarterback props, it's on the Brock Purdy side for San Francisco, and how much trust will his head coach Kyle Shanahan give him to air the ball out. His pass attempts is at 31 and a half. I find myself really skeptical based on postseason form so far where Purdy's had two of his five worst games in off-target throw rate and a quarterback rating way below his season averages. He's only thrown about 28 or so passes a game in the two postseason outings. So what am I missing, guys, on an under and 31 and a half on the attempts? Well... Oh, go ahead, Kelly. I, I, would, I would say the, the I don't want to say what you're missing, but this is probably what I'm going to this is probably why I'm going to stay away from this, Ben, because my first look actually on attempts would be over with him. But OK, what plays into that? I'm on Kansas City. Therefore, if I think I'm on Kansas City, I think the Niners are playing from behind. Yep. That means more throwing than running. I also cannot. The biggest thing is I cannot imagine the Chiefs going into this game with the defense that they have and as good as it is, and we know where the we, the weakness is, well, both these defenses, the weakness is, is containing the running games of the opponents, right? So when you know that your weakness already and you know that you have the corners and the secondary at the level that the Kansas City Chiefs do, I can't imagine any game plan, defensive game plan that the Chiefs roll into this game with not being we have to we are going to throw the however many bodies we need to at Christian McCaffrey in this running game to slow it down enough that Brock Purdy has to beat us through the air. And we saw a little bit of that last week with Detroit and Brock Purdy got it done between his leg and arms at the end of the game. He got it done. Um, that's why I'm staying away from that, Ben, though, because I, I imagine we are going to see such an aggressive Chiefs defense, and maybe with the 49er side as well from that standpoint, of Chief, the Chiefs defense loading up the line of scrimmage and just not allowing them to run the ball as freely as they would like to do. Well, it's interesting that you mentioned that because I know one thing that Kyle Shanahan has always talked about, and I believe it was on one of the games they discussed it on the broadcast, is that he's like, we practice against running on eight-man fronts because I want to be able to, if a team lines up in an eight-man front, I still want to be able to run the yeah. football. I don't want them to be able to dictate what we're going to do. So I'd actually think that, like, kind of going to what we've been talking about, to where maybe they're a little bit more conservative with the pass game with Purdy, and they probably look to run the football in this game. They're going to run it much more than what we saw Baltimore do last week. Like, I think at least in the first half. Now, maybe the game gets away from them in the second half, and maybe that's when they get more to a drop-back pass game, but I would anticipate that this is going to be pretty closely played. I don't see a 17, 20-point lead for either side in this game. I think we'll be hanging within at least 10, 14 points yeah. at most. So I think the run game is always going to be a factor, at least in the first half, to where expect a lot of McCaffrey or Debo on end arounds or whoever else they want to go ahead and run the football because like you mentioned, Kansas City's run defense, as much as we've been kind of poo-pooing San Francisco's run defense, Kansas City it's not as bad, but it's still not stellar, and that's where Baltimore actually could have had an advantage last week. They just opted not to do it. I don't think you'll see Kyle Shanahan do that. He's going to run the football in this Both game. bottom 10 in the league on the rush defense for each team, and you talk about game script because that's oftentimes what gets these, especially the attempts props, just totally yeah. out of whack. 
San Francisco was down 17 in the NFC Championship game at home against Detroit. They still ran the ball twice more than they passed it, which just shows <laughs> yeah. you, yeah. A, the ability of Christian McCaffrey to pick up you know, the explosives to the boundaries, getting him out in space, even if it's throws that are technically laterals that count as running plays, uh, you know, on ex- basically uh, designed ex- extended running plays. It's not like they have to rely on Purdy just airing it out a ton of times. Uh, so that's where I go back to, even if Casey gets up double digits here, do you really expect the Niners to abandon the run? Because I, I don't. Think I don't. So. Yeah, I wouldn't anticipate that either. So yeah, maybe. That, and if they're and if they're up big, then they're definitely going to keep running the For football. Sure. So yeah, I mean, under thirty-one and a half, I believe, is the number it was at draft. Thirty-one games. and a half. Thirty-one yeah. and a half. Yeah, like that to me is it's interesting because even if it's get the game gets away from them, I can see Purdy maybe getting up to like twenty-nine pass attempts or something like that. Like I think they're going to try to establish the run game and try to run on that KC defense. Yeah, thirty-one and a half on the attempts, twenty-one and a half completions. For Purdy, 243.5 on his pass yards. Uh, as we look at the Niners QB, as far as Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs, uh, you mentioned, Femi, how it's this, you know, it's this newfangled Chiefs offense where they don't have to rely on his arm as much. I remember betting his over attempts last year. I bet over 36.5 on Mahomes, and he did not go over a season ago in the big game. What, if anything, would you look at on the Mahomes props? I would look at probably completions, something around there, because when they do pass the ball, it seems to be very efficient, and it's kind of a shorter passing game. It's not what we're we're used to with the the downfield explosive attack there and as Andy Reid has done throughout the number his his whole career is kind of use that short rhythm passing game as an extension of the run game because like they will have success running the football with Pacheco but I think maybe the Kelsey the Rasheed Rice if MVS continues to catch the football maybe they could get the ball to him but I think like with Watson and Gray like those tight ends I would expect maybe the over on the completions for Mahomes just because he's been so efficient and so good at taking care of the football ever since they've kind of shifted this offense to more of a balanced, controlled attack as ever since that Christmas Day loss. I, I would maybe go over the uh, 25 and a half completions for Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, I think I, I'm thinking in the same vein as you are, uh, Femi. I think it would be it, it would be looking over completions, maybe even under on that half air interception. I, I just We've seen this offensive shift and this mindset from the Kansas City Chiefs change, and, and Patrick Mahomes really accepted it. It's, it's the, our running game and our defense can get us there. I've yep. got to be the guy who helps push it over the edge and definitely not be the guy who he ruins the game, right? And that's so. Yeah, I'm with you. I, I think it's going to be a lot of what we've continued to see out of this team in Mahomes. It's it's take take what the defense has given you, and sometimes it's not sexy. Sometimes it's not big plays, but could be cheap, easy completions. That's where I'd be looking. Would you well. would you like minus two fifteen on first Mahomes attempt completion? Minus two no, fifteen. That's yeah. the number at circa. No. That is the number at circa. That's a number I will not play. I kind of want to look at first, like length of first completion. Like if you think, okay, quick throw, maybe you get like a twelve and a half go under. That, that could yeah. be an option as well. Still, so many props for us to break down. We'll continue it on the other side here of Live Bet Sunday. At Bet three six five, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play—from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed 
Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL Schedule Release, presented by Verizon, coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more.